Have you ever thought about how much you'd like to say but never knew where to begin? Well, Neon Bloom Productions is the place for you. They provide services like podcast production, vocal training, translation, and consultancies. They've produced a number of super diverse and up-and-coming podcasts within Africa. Go to www.neonbloom.co.za for more information and awesome podcasts, including this one. That is www.neonbloom.co.za. Neon Bloom Productions, we make your voice heard. This episode is also made possible by Senec Group. Senec Group provides products and services in energy, information and operation technology, cleaning, fogging, decontamination services, and manufacturing of chemicals. So if you require cybersecurity solutions, solar panel installation, or deep cleaning services for your home or business, Senec Group is the right fit for you. Visit www.senec.co.za for more information. That is www.sinac.co.za. Everybody, welcome to my podcast, Black Woman Business. Today we're doing episode 22. And yes, this baby's definitely growing. And I'm so excited about that. Uh, but what we will be tackling today is how to get unstuck in your business. So that is the very exciting thing that we will be talking about today because I've also, I'm so guilty, guys. I'm also finding myself <laughs> stuck at moments, which is why it probably took a long while to get this episode out in the first place. So I'm really, really talking from a place of experience <laughs> as usual. So guys, well, the main things that we will talk about in being unstuck in your business is the feeling of being stuck, self-talk, look beyond the now, do more, expand, be consistent, look back at similar moments when you made it through, remember seasons, take accountability and the last bet will be to move forward. Okay, guys, let's jump in and go straight to it. So the feelings of being stuck. Sometimes we just do this to ourselves. It's kind of like self-mutilation. Um, most times it is like that. But really, there are also moments where you just find yourself knocking on doors. Nobody's answering, knocking and trying to hit down walls, going through the window still. No response. Dololo. <laughs> Nobody's coming for you. You're asking for help and you're explaining exactly what you need, but Dololo. So those are moments that could be understood, guys, 
all of us in business go through those times. And I've been interacting with partners that have been in the game for very long. Uh, one of them being um, two males, two white males um, that I've worked quite closely with the, in their 80s. One is in their mid 80s. You know, um, they go through those periods. And for me, I was so shocked that people so established and people that have been in this game for so long, they experience such periods, you know, in their lives. And I was quite shocked. And um, which goes to show this process doesn't skip anyone you know um the feeling of being stuck the feeling of knocking on doors and not being heard the feeling of just um not wanting to wake up not wanting to go to work not wanting to do this thing anymore because all you're receiving is rejection and you just sometimes it's just like um you're feeling like you're not having the next idea or something that is sparkling or those nice warm feelings <laughs> that you had when you started thinking about the business so we're just trying to talk about how to get out of that right how to get out of that stuckness um and then the second thing that i want to uh, 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 draw into is self-talk self-talk is so important guys be- basically self-talk it could be our enemy or our hero here when it comes to being stuck, because it all depends on what you're telling yourself at that moment of stuckness, where things feel like they're really, really not happening. So the self-talk must be very, very guarded, guys. When I say guarded, you know, sometimes we walk around letting our thoughts control us. And we see and we meander and wander away um, following our thoughts. But when it comes to this time, you must be the one that's leading your thoughts. I know it's very difficult to do um, because you find yourself drifting. But I can tell you now, there is a moment where you see that, mm-mm, this thing that I'm thinking now, uh-uh. I've been thinking it for far too long and I'm going in a direction that is very gloomy. So let me just switch off that light. Let me just unplug it. Let me just remove it, you know. Um, well, to control your thoughts is a very, very, uh, it's like a muscle, you know, that you have to train. But we can do it, guys. It's something that we definitely can. Surely we can't let ourselves just meander along a path of gloominess and stuckness when you can see exactly where you are headed. So I say cut the cord, cut the line right there in your mind, right there in, within your self-talk. Um, just stop, basically. Just stop. And one of the ways that I found has worked for me is to look beyond the now. I always, always use this strategy, you know, because now it looks like a very dark place, a a place that is not moving, nothing is happening. But I need to think in two months, in three months, where will I be? And whatever place that I would like to be in, I need to activate it right now. I need to do the moves right now. Um, Probably I've planted, oh, there was one uh, deal, very big, big deal that I worked on one of um, these IT uh, um, uh, guys and we've been working for about two years on it. More, More for them, they were more invested in it than I was. And we just received news that um, it's not going ahead after we've been receiving green light after green light. So you can imagine, guys, that moment when it hits you that, okay, 
all this effort that you've been putting in and now we've got to ditch that. That persistence, guys, is needed right there. That persistence to look beyond the now. Because let me tell you something, whatever that you're doing now, its fruits are going to show. Even in a month, two months, three months, those fruits are going to start showing. So if you're going to do nothing and sit in the gloomy darkness, you're going to reap nothing within these two or three months. So it's very important to look beyond the now. And another thing that I use uh, to get myself out, because I, I sort of get in a panic uh, when it gets gloomy and I'm just like, okay. So the fourth point is to do more and expand. You know, when you're trying to contact somebody and you're just not getting through because you've got contact numbers of the PA and the PA is sending you on a runaround. Typical example for me, I will just go for the main person, guys. I will not try to talk anymore with the PA. I will go on LinkedIn, search for the person, send them an inbox, and I will subscribe myself to that LinkedIn um what you call it, this superior package where you can message people and um, just talk directly to who you want to talk to because, you know, uh, sometimes uh, playing at one level is just not going to get far. Sometimes you're trying to sell water, you know, in bottles that is already done and the guy that is supposed to be supplying you, sending on you on the runaround. That's when I go for the next thing manufacturing the bottles, trying to find somebody I can supply the bottles to. You know, that's how I mean. Take it to the next level. Just expand. If the people in the in the lower levels, they cannot understand you, you need to expand. You need to go bigger, you know. Um, so that for me, that has really worked and it, that has put me on the bigger scheme of things when it comes to opportunities. While the others are still playing around, talking about little things, then I just want to jump onto the next and to the bigger thing um, just to avoid the runaround and the stuckness. And then the other thing is number five. Oh, guys, this is another one, which is a main, main one. Be consistent. <laughs> you can start many ideas every day, new ideas, 10 ideas <laughs> each day. But if you don't become consistent to one of them, just one of them, guys, it's all a waste. You're going to be popping ideas until you are 100 years old every day, each day. So the idea here is even at that moment of feeling stuck and feeling gloomy, you need to be consistent with your idea. I know a lot of people, and I think I've mentioned this before, <laughs> my husband is one of them. He's got new ideas every day. And you know what new ideas mean, right? It means you abandon yesterday's idea <laughs> or you cut back on yesterday's idea, on the activation of yesterday's idea, and you are just going for the next thing. And tomorrow you're going for the next thing. So, guys, stick to your lane. Be consistent. See this thing through. See this thing through. Even if you feel like you are stuck, see it through. Any small move could just kick the door wide open and make this thing a reality. So consistency is key, guys. Don't forget it. Don't put it behind. Don't start another one while you haven't finished this one. Okay? Consistency. And then another one um, which, is, which really helped me is to look back on similar moments of stuckness and gloominess when I've made it through. 
So, guys, I'm sure you can speak a lot about your own examples about when you felt really stuck in life and ultimately that caused a breakthrough. I remember for me, personally, I... Um, when I studied chemical engineering, it was um, quite a difficult course for me. <laughs> I failed a couple of times, a couple of courses, repeating, okay, but I, I used my consistency there. And then come the time of um, in-service training, obviously there's guys there that have got very good marks, distinctions, and they were getting all their uh, in-service training placements all over the place. Um, in uh, production plants and I was just waiting there sitting with my results and um, I decided okay obviously let me take it upon myself because I mean with these uh, fraught marks uh, nobody's gonna jump up to give me um, in-service training so I just went all out and trying to find a place and I remember oh my god that time we were using containers I didn't have a cell phone when those um, Celsi or Vodacom containers. So you'd go there and, and make a phone call. The, I'd make sure that I'd do it very early before people um, wake up and start making a noise and making the whole thing <laughs> seem unprofessional. Anyway, so I did quite a bit of calling around. And I remember w- when it was time for me to send uh, my CV and results, oh, my God, then I would do uh, immediately get a message saying that no we don't do uh, no thank you <laughs> basically no thing those long letters of no thank you basically so um and it went on and i just felt so stuck and so miserable and um and i still remember that i had a few courses missing also which was a, another big minus uh, but fortunately, at that time, we were still allowed to do in-service training when you've done up to P3. So some of my courses of on P4 were not done. And then I was just like, okay. Uh, I called uh, Petro SA, the refinery. And they put me through to an HR lady. And the HR lady was explaining to me um that they only take the guys that they offered bursaries when they started first year so they don't take uh in-service trainees a- at the end and i remember i was like really frustrated at that time so i told them you guys told us to study maths and physics especially the girls you guys keep on telling us this thing even on the news even yesterday that's what i heard but you are telling me that you still can't accept in-service trainees i went on at her i just literally just released myself <laughs> and uh, uh with the frustration and the tension and she she was very calm she said okay you know what let me just put you through to someone else um who's of higher authority and then i spoke to that person and this person was saying you know we actually left a meeting and we were very frustrated about the numbers um and we are looking into it i was just like guys just look into it really because now we're going to sit home with these very important courses that you keep on saying we must study and um you're not doing anything about it and um I suppose the persistence uh, saw me through. But I can tell you now, guys, when I was making those phone calls, I wasn't feeling like a lucky packet or a, a bundle of roses. No, I didn't want to wake up. 
I was just thinking, like, what am I going to say to these people? My results are all fraught. Like, also, do I even have a stand to be saying any of this? Because there were other kids that were getting distinctions and they were doing really, really well. But I had to fight my battle at the time. I had made promises to myself and my family, honestly, my mom um, and my entire family was just looking forward to me doing in-service training. They didn't understand any of these other obstacles. And I also never, ever mentioned to them that um, my P4 results were fraught. So I really, really had to make it work. So faced with that, eventually, just to cut a very long story short, I managed um, to get an online uh, meeting with the HR lady and they asked me to send my documents. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, here we go again. It's going to be a rejection because of my um, my bad results. And uh, she came back and she told me, you know, 5th of March, I think it was 2005. She told me, no, you are coming over to our refinery and starting your in-service training. And that was such a magical moment for me, guys. And I'm sure there is some magical moment that you guys can reflect on where you felt like things are really, really not working out. This thing is stuck. Also, it's not like I've really outperformed myself um, and there's so much competition. But something God just came through and just made it work for you by his grace. So I'm just saying, guys, I'm really putting it out there for you guys to really reflect on um, the moments when you've had real tough adversities and you made it through. You made it through. It could be anything. It could be a death of someone very important. It could be failure in primary school even. You know, um, when you reflect upon those moments, it can really get you up when you're feeling stuck. So I'm going to be moving on to the next point, which is remember seasons. Remember seasons. So the seasons, they do come and go. Um, So as long as you utterly remember and become responsible about remembering those moments, I don't think um, nothing can get you down. As long as you understand that there are moments where you are down, that is a season. There are moments where you are feeling really, really defeated. That is just a season. And you get through those moments, guys. So I, I feel like it's very, very important to understand that what you're going through are just it's like the spinning of the wheel. So, guys, I'd really like to encourage you with that stuckness. There will come sunshine. There will come rain. And things will eventually fall into place. Things will eventually fall into accordance. So I, I, I really, really want to encourage you to remember that these are seasons, even seasons of sunshine. You know, they don't last forever as much as we would love them to. So um, remembering that these are seasons, I think it's something very, very imperative and something very important. It can get you through the worst of your days. And then another thing that I would like to really talk about is just for you guys to remember to take accountability. Take accountability for your actions. Take accountability for your you. You know, the first book that I read um, by Jack Canfield, it talks about how to move from where you are 
to where you want to be. That book, the first chapter, it tells you about being responsible. And he says something which I found quite strange at the time, um, mentioning that it is your fault that you are at the place that you are at right now, you know, and it is your responsibility to be somebody that takes um, that, that takes initiative to get yourself out of that place. Um, you know, you can't uh, uh, be six feet under and start start blaming other people for the decisions that you've made. It's very, very important to take responsibility. And, I, you know, when I think about this one, it's pretty tough um, because, I mean, a lot of things happen to us. Some of them we haven't called them upon ourselves. I mean, we didn't do these things because um, it was intentional. I mean, we weren't orphaned at a young age because of our fault. But what we decide to do with that afterwards becomes our responsibility. I just received it as that um, when it came to that lesson. And I remember because I'm, I've worked at a nuclear power station, part of our training was firefighting. And I really respect firefighters, guys. Those clothing that they wear, that they don <laughs> so heavy, so heavy. And then on top of that, you have to have on your back that uh, oxygen tanker for you to be able to breathe in a space that is very scary. So I remember um, when in our first recruitment, when I, I was still uh, working outside plant, um, getting training with the guys which were on shift, obviously I was the only lady. I think there was about 10 of us and they um, put us in teams of two and uh, most of the guys, most of the guys are very macho, very strong um, guys. But there was one a gentle soul. Um, I want to call him Muzi. Uh, Muzi was teamed up with me. He was one of the more kinder, more gentlemen. Okay, I know plant guys, ew, they are just another, <laughs> another different story. They are a different breed altogether. They make jokes um, that are sometimes... Uh, annoying, but Mandla was just not one of those guys. But um, I learned that it was a little bit softer after that day. So I was teamed up with him. Um, so they set a light into a container, one of those uh, uh, um, masks. Um, one of uh, oh, oh well, the Kasi the Kasi people will know about those Celsius Vodacom uh, containers. So they stack them next to each other and they set a light right at the end of the thing. So you have to try to put out a fire um, towards the end of the thing, and um, the fuel is actually coming out right inside that thing is so hot you guys you've got this oxygen tanker and this uncomfortable uh, um protection uh, uh, clothing on you the goggles everything is just so heavy and so hot and i had to walk together with muzi and get to the end and then we'll try to isolate which means to close um the valve where um the fuel is coming out and then would put off the fire in such a close uh, uh, you know very very constricted environment so i think the first guys went second third and we went um it was our turn eventually when we we got to 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 do that um Oh my gosh. So when we got to the end, we had to step like in sync, left, right. We have to practice so that we eventually get to the valve and start uh, to isolate. Um, the fire 
as we got closer to the isolation valve, the fire got so hot, guys. You could literally feel your skin is actually burning. And we were getting closer and closer. And we had said between the two of us, who is going to isolate and who's going to hold the pipe. So I was going to isolate the valve and he was going to continue holding uh, the hose pipe into a cone shape. I mean, um, just making sure that my hand can get to the valve and I can isolate without being burnt. When we got close to the isolation valve, did Mose not leave the hose pipe and just run away? Literally, guys, he turned back and he ran away. He just couldn't take it. The heat was too excruciating. Let me tell you, this hose is so heavy. You Both of us actually had to hold it down um, while I was busy isolating. So when he left me, that hose shot up, hitting up, down, up, down, up, down. And I was literally left alone to fight the fire by myself. And... um. During that moment, I'm just thinking, shit, man, I'm just looking at him and so angry. But I quickly jumped into action. I took grab hold of the hose and make sure that I'm firmly grounded. And then I, 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 I faced the hose into um, the isolation valve and then I isolated, put off the fire. The guys were coming in. The guys were so furious especially our instructor the fact that Muzi just left like that I mean but you can never tell you know when you put in a very strange um situation you never know how you're gonna react people will say I would do this I would do that but when it actually happens you know you never know how you're gonna react and I was so angry um with Muzi for a good 10 minutes but I just remembered oh the guys oh my god the, how mean the guys are they will make him remember that for the rest of his life they always talk about him he actually can't even jump into a conversation everybody reminds him of the moment where he left Utuli right in the middle of the fire so there guys I'm also talking about taking responsibility imagine at that moment you can't let the host go up and down and start thinking oh Muzi left me here I'm gonna die here you take responsibility and you do what you have to do Literally for that moment, it was a moment of survival for me. So I just think that we can always use it in a more practical manner where you take responsibility, even though you are left with the worst of circumstances, you need to find a way to navigate and get to the part where you are going to take responsibility for the moment and claim what you want from the moment. So Basically, that's my feeling about the taking of responsibilities part. And then the other thing that I really wanted to talk about is move forward, guys. It's so nice to be stuck and, 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 you know, wondering what could have been, what should have been. Um, there's a good, good moment for that. Even for me, when I go for an opportunity and I feel stuck or I feel rejected or something didn't go through, there's a good moment of that stuckness. But, Eventually, you must move forward. You can't sit on that. Oh, I know a lot of people that are close to me that are so, so, so um, insistent on being stuck on a, a bad, bad moment or even on a moment of being stuck. They just want to stay there. Guys, we need to move forward. We need to line those opportunities up. We need to go for the next thing. We need to really, really go for the most and really, really try to capture upcoming moment because you will miss out on a very very dear opportunity that is that is 
bigger than the one that you've lost or bigger than the one that you're stuck on, you know, and um, you'll be uh, still, you know, you have to be very, very quick in getting over it, you know, because then otherwise you stand a chance of missing out on something else that is much bigger. So uh, basically, I think I'm just going to wrap it up right there. Um, I think everything that I wanted to talk about and I wanted to address, um, wanted to address, uh, have come through. So guys, thank you so much for taking time to listen to my podcast. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day or your evening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.